0: We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. You know, there's some fixed laws of God. There's the law of gravity. There are different laws that God has there is a universal law that I see through the Bible that I believe that is important to every individual's life. I'm convinced that the more you understand it, the more insight you have into this universal law, the greater the manifestation of God's blessing will be in your life. And you're the one that has to choose whether you will come into obedience with it or obey this law or whether you Actually, you're going to obey the law, whether it's right or wrong, but I mean in the right perspective to gain the blessings of God. I want to read from Genesis chapter 1, verse 11 and 12. And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind, and God saw that it was good. Now I want you to notice in these particular verses here that it says, Let the earth bring forth grass and herb yielding seed and fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind. Now there's two things involved here. It's after God's kind and after its kind. By law of double reference, is two things involved there. But it's God's kind, which is good and perfect, and then it is also after its kind, or the seed after its kind, or the fruit tree after its kind. So sometimes I refer to this as the law of Genesis, that everything produces after its kind. Now, you may think, well... I just wish it didn't work that way. Well, we may wish it didn't work that way. We might pray that it didn't work that way. But I'm here to tell you that it works that way. (laughs) And uh, there's nothing we can do about it because that's the way God designed it. And all through the Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, this is a universal law. And it goes over into the 8th chapter. Go with me to the 8th chapter of Genesis, and this is where we're brought into a better understanding of it. Genesis chapter 8, God speaking to Noah after he came out of the ark. In verse 22, he says, While the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. Now this is God's direction. This is God's doing. It's not something that we decided upon. It was not something that we voted on. It's something that God established in the beginning. It is, I call it a universal law of God because it stretches throughout the Bible. It works in every area of life. It doesn't work just in one area, then over in the other area. We skip that area, you know, and it just works in material things. And then when you get over in the area of other things, it doesn't work. It works in everything. And I know that I'm probably not telling you anything you don't know, but I think it helps us sometimes to sit down and take a subject and go through the Scripture and get a clearer understanding of what God is trying to say through all of this. You have so many people that sometimes they say, Well, you know, if it's God's will for this and such to happen, then I guess it'll happen to me. No, it won't happen to you just because it's the will of God. That's not the way things work. Now, it'd be good if that was the way things worked because it was the will of God that it be on earth like it is in heaven. But you don't have to, you know, be very old to figure out it's not that way. Jesus told his disciples in the sixth chapter of Matthew to pray this way. Pray, the kingdom of God come, the will of God be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, that is the will of God for this earth. But it's not that way. The will of God is not working on this earth like it is in heaven. This earth is not operating the same way that heaven is. But yet it is still God's will for it to work that way. It has to be or he wouldn't have told the disciples and taught them to pray that way. He said pray that the kingdom would come. That the will of God be done in earth as it is in heaven. Now, Jesus certainly wouldn't teach his disciples to pray something that wasn't the will of God. Now, this is God's will for the earth today. Whether or not it ever attains to that in our lifetime or not, it will during the millennium. And you see, you have only but to look in the back of the book and read Revelation chapter 21 where it says, John said, I saw the holy city New Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven prepared as a bride adorned for her husband and heard a great voice out of heaven saying, The tabernacle of God is with men and I shall dwell among them, be their God and they shall be my people. Now what John saw was the fact that God was moving heaven to earth. Can you say Amen. You missed a good place to shout. (laughs) Now, you know, if God moves heaven to earth, then that has to be the will of God, that it be on earth like it is in heaven. God intended for it to be that way from the beginning, but Adam sold the earth lease out to the devil. Satan became the god of the world system, and things got fouled up in the interim time. But I want you to know that God is going to see to it that it turns out exactly like he intended it to turn out in the end, and that is that heaven comes to earth. It'll be the new earth. I'm not talking about just getting better and better and we're going into a utopia. But I'm talking about God's word being fulfilled in the new earth and heaven is going to be moved to earth. God is moving his throne to this earth. Now, The law, the universal law of seed, time, and harvest works because it is a law of God. It is designed of God. It is the underlying principle of all of the Bible, Old and New Testament. And you know, we make a mistake when we tend to separate natural things totally from spiritual things. Did you notice that Jesus never did do that? And we make a mistake when we do that. Jesus would always reach over here and get the natural things in one hand, and he would, through the natural things, show you how spiritual things worked or how the kingdom worked. He was always talking about seed, planting a seed and reaping a harvest, and sowing a seed, and whosoever shall say, if you had faith as a seed, you would say. So he is diligently through His Word, trying to transfer to us the image that He has, the design, and the laws of seed time and harvest to us so we can understand it and operate in it. That is God's will for us is to operate in this. Now, the law of seed time and harvest works in the area of faith, if I stand up here and speak faith-filled words and proclaim what God has said, it will transmit faith. It'll cause it to produce faith in you. If I stand up here and tell you all that the devil's doing and all that's happening throughout the world and all of the evil that's going on, you'll go away from here fearful because I have spoken words of fear and they produced after their kind. Then, in the area of strife, you get in strife, and brother, you're going to have more strife. You know why? Because you're operating under a universal law. When you get in strife, you produce more strife. Angry words produce more angry words, they produce after their kind. You give love, and you will produce love. It works. We all know that it works in those areas. It works in the area of finances. It works in the area of money. It works in the area of forgiveness. Jesus said, if you forgive not your brother his trespasses, neither will your heavenly Father forgive you. It's a universal law. We cannot disobey the law of God, the universal law, and I'm not saying this law of God to try to put you under a law. This is a law of faith and love. It works by love. Faith worketh by love. And he that is perfected in love hath no fear. So what I'm saying is not to get you back under an old law, but to get you to understand that God has a law that operates by love, and it's a universal law, and He's showing us how to operate in it. Now, if we understand it and apply these principles in every area of life, if you need time, give God some time. It will produce after its kind. If you need finances, plant some finances out of your need. Take a seed out of that money and give it for a certain purpose to a certain ministry or to a church. Plant the seed. It will come up, it will grow, and it will produce a harvest. Why? Because it's a law of God. It is a universal law of God, and because we become obedient to it, then we'll reap the results of which God said we'd have. Now, you see, we talk about the universal law, and we call it that because we see that it works in everything. It works in finances, it works in love, it works in strife, it works in every area that you face in life. Now, it's going to touch you in every situation that you face in life. If you don't apply the instructions to your life that God's Word gives you in this and use the examples to form and shape your opinions and decisions, then you're going to be running what we'd call against the grain, or you're going to be <laughs> getting in trouble, to say the least, because God's laws work. Can you say amen? Amen. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I'll remind you that all of this week we have book and CD offer number 7133. It's a single CD and a mini book entitled Seed Time and Harvest for $10 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $13. Now, we're talking about seed time and harvest. Seed time and harvest is God's method. It's not man's method. In Genesis, the first chapter, it says, God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, herb yielding seed, and fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. Notice, it produces after his kind. When God gives you the seed, it will produce after his kind. Now, you know the parable of the sower, It says, The sower soweth the word, and it's talking about the word of God. Did you realize that you're sowing seeds daily, whether it's the word of God, or whether it's the words of the devil, or whether it's the words of some depressed person? Words are seeds. God said, The earth brought forth grass, herb yielding seed after his kind, and tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was good. When you sow God's Word into your heart, which is the saw that the Bible talks about in Mark chapter 4, it will produce after God's kind. In other words, you sow the good seed of the Word of God, you speak it. Jesus said if you had faith as a seed, you would say, and that's the way you sow the seed into your heart, speaking the things that God said. Now, this mini-book will help you understand how to put the Word of God to work in your life. That's offer number 7133. It's a single CD and a mini-book entitled Seed Time and Harvest for $10 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $13. We have a toll-free order line one 877 396 Until tomorrow, this is Charles Kepst reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon.